dear Tyler, how are you? Ah, I really hope you're good. It's really nice to get to talk to you again. Uh, I remember um, apparently in the previous podcast that I shared, I said that it's like one week was so long. Ah, but then this week that just passed actually was a lot different. Um, so let me start with an apology. I'm sincerely sorry um, for not giving you all the updates that I usually do, the captions and all. Them, the things that I, I decided to make a habit of doing. Um, so I have a reason why it didn't happen, but it's not an excuse, right? So, but let me share my reason as the as the intro um, for today. So on Friday. Um, my friend David Dam had administration in Worry, so I, I went together with him um, as we as we got into Worry. Uh, we're taken to the lodge, you know, freshened up, rested a bit, freshened up, and then got in for his um, first session of ministrations. And after that, we went straight back to the lodge, you know, exhausted and all, slept. Then he had a early morning um, session so we got ready for that after the session we um, took a road trip to Benin City um, so that we'll be able to get our flight back to Abuja so after we got into Abuja like almost um, like almost immediately as we got into the airport it took like a few minutes then we boarded our flight got into Abuja from the airport after getting something to eat we went straight into rehearsals which was all night pretty stressful after rehearsals um, came home slept a bit and then had to move in for service after service came back rested the whole fatigue and all um, stretched into Monday then had rehearsals on Monday and then for me, uh, on Tuesday, I had rehearsals. After that, I went to help a friend of mine, Paula. She's doing like a very, very awesome um, artwork in restaurants in Abuja. Really, really awesome. So went, hung out with her a bit and helped her, you know, did a little bit of painting, which was quite fun. Then Wednesday, I now had rehearsals in the morning down to the evening. So it's been a very, very hectic week. I've not really had those um, spaces that helped me to, to produce a lot of those captions, but I'm working on a system that makes it a lot more efficient. So this is me saying that I'm sincerely sorry you didn't get all of those updates, but I'm definitely working on it, so thank you for your understanding. Um, the series has been awesome. A lot of um, a lot of things have been spoken. Um, a lot of things have been shared. And I really appreciate you know your feedback. Every time when I get to hear how much it's been a blessing to you, how much it's been helping you, uh, I don't think I'll ever get tired saying it I don't think I'll ever get tired of saying it so um, it's very very encouraging it's very very encouraging and 
I really do hope that beyond just the fact that they're valuable pieces of information, um, I, I, I really do hope that there is a change happening in you, that it's, it's really causing, it really has an effect on you, right? That it's affecting you positively and bringing about a major change. So, for today's podcast, I don't know, I don't think it's going to be so long. So, the topic for today's podcast is, who told you? Who told you? Uh, We've been having, you know, really fun times, you know. I think last week's one was, what do you see? And then on this one is, who told you? is who told you uh, and, and and it really came to me I think I wanted to talk about something else but then it was really laid heavily on me uh, during Koinonia service on Sunday um, while the message was being preached it, it you know this topic who told you uh, really was impressed in me to share and I'll take us through um, I'll take us through the story that led to it you know the fall of man uh, you know God had commanded Adam and Eve right, based on Bible um, context right so God had commanded Adam and Eve that they could eat of any fruit in the garden except of the fruit in the center of the garden and um, the fruit, the tree of the fruit of um, knowledge of good and evil. And that was the only tree that they were not permitted to eat from but any other tree. And coincidentally, a lot of people don't know that there were two trees in the center of the garden. There was a tree of life and then the tree uh, of the knowledge of good and evil. They were both in the center, but they were commanded to eat one, or rather permitted to eat one, and then restrained from taking out of the other. And eventually, after the whole saga happened, they um, Eve ate of the fruit and then shared it together, uh, shared it with um, Adam, and then all of a sudden, their eyes were opened and they found out that they were naked. And, you know, they sewed fig leaves and they hid themselves. And then um, the story continues to say that. And God, walking the cool of the day, as, you know, his custom was with them, you know, coming to have communion with them, um, asked a question, was like, okay, Adam, where are you? And um, Adam said, I hid from you because I found out that I was naked. And the question that God, you know, the question that God asked them was not, um, how did you know you were naked? The first question he asked is, who told you? Who told you? It's, um, I think it, it, it carries a lot of weight. It's something that needs to be critically looked at. That the first question that, um, 
God asked them was about the information that they received because there was they were always naked but the consciousness of that nakedness was not there the consciousness of that nakedness was never there so what information did they receive that um what information did they receive that so made the fact that they were naked pronounced it means that there was a truth before them that was substituted by another information the consciousness of their nakedness was brought before them it means that there was something there before that so blocked them from their nakedness right um that them being naked was not so much of an issue but a new information was passed over to them that the priority was now more the fact that wow we really don't have clothes so they moved from the spiritual senses into the more physical sense and um it like i said it really got me thinking um because it's not like they were clothed in, in anything before it's just that their consciousness was never on the fact that they were naked i remember um within the week i found myself asking myself this question um who taught you fear it was a very paramount question for me who taught you fear So let's look let's look at how Adam and Eve were while they were in the garden. They had no um they had no consciousness of their nakedness one. They had no consciousness of danger. They had no consciousness of fear. Um everything that they did stemmed from love. Um we never um heard that there was a conflict between the two um or anything like you know personality differences or it seemed like within that period where they stayed within the laws and the commands of God they were able to to live a life to a certain extent so it means that they were living on a superior knowledge there was a certain knowledge that they had certain information that they had been given by default that sponsored the reality of the life that they lived the moment they switched that information a new life began to work in them right and so you could see that they had the conflict they started blaming each other there was this um consciousness to weakness consciousness to frailty um there was a higher awareness to the to the toils and perils of this world and you know like i said while i was just you know really thinking about it i just came to the realization that the information that you receive the information that you brood on really 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 um 
plays a major role in your belief system and also generally in the reality that you would you would live or you would experience there are certain things as we grew up in life right um, that taught us fear or taught us about limitations what i can't do what i can do what i'm capable of now the information doesn't have to be just words alone they could be experiences so sometimes experiences can come over um and send a and or rather send an information to you that tells you that wow you are limited or you have issues that there could be challenges that there are things that could stop you So I thought about it and I was like imagine if there was this um you know this let's say maybe this like controlled environment where from birth the 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 children are taught that nothing is impossible that um I think there's there's this book by Ted Decker should be blessed blessed child where he was brought up in a monastery and in that monastery he was only taught about the goodness of the world he was taught about possibilities so he he never knew anything about like let's say sickness he didn't know anything about pain he didn't know anything about sorrow so he meeting um somebody that was let's say crippled right it was an abnormality for him I was like no I know that people shouldn't be crippled there is a provision for health so he looks at a crippled person as an abnormality and therefore has you know because of the information he has he has that energy to bring him into that same reality that he shares right um Peter and John during the hour of prayer right he had come into the consciousness because of the new information he had received because of the new information he had received he looked at somebody that was crippled and was like now nah, this is wrong what i have i give to you in the name of jesus you know rise up and walk it's there's so many examples so many examples um of people that have either either you know risen to new heights because of the new information because of information that they received or had entered into um greater lows because of that information so i'll share a story with you and um i've been writing songs for a very long time i started writing probably this is i've been writing songs for like 21 years now um i remember when i when i first shared a song with a friend of mine he told me he said ah man i don't really like your songs like your songs are they're not really nice and all and i actually felt like wow i don't have things that are good enough until i actually was you know i, I spoke to a friend and she was like no come on We're going to sing your song during a music concert. I don't have anything to do about it. I was like, no, we're not going to do it. And she was like, no, you're going to do it. And then she now went and told 
one of our senior friends and then he insisted that we we we, we do the song um and we ended up doing it and this my friend that um initially told me that I didn't really like this song because like man this song is so beautiful I didn't know it was this nice you were sorry about it right now the fact that I was willing to receive his viewpoint didn't mean that what he said was true but because I was able to or I was willing to receive it it means I was willing to make it my own personal reality there are a lot of things there are lots of limitations that we have accepted not because we are unable to actually achieve those things but because we have accepted the um we've accepted the verdict of people the, the, the truth is that a lot of times people will tell you what they can't do what they are incapable of doing trust me if you find somebody that is actually achieving something in a certain light they would never tell you it's impossible you're a baker and or maybe let's say, yes you're a baker and um somebody meets you and tells you that oh, I've, I've been having challenges you know making that perfect cake or making that perfect pastry and you would never be the one that would say that it's impossible to make perfect pastry or you're incapable of it no because somehow you've had that track record you're a living testimony right? you're a proof that you can actually perfect that skill so because you have broken through the limitations you don't see it it doesn't work for you and so you you know it could it, it could shock you like i wonder how people cannot even you know bake a perfect cake it looks simple it looks simple for you to do right but um it's because of the the information that you've received you're living that reality so like i said it's going to be very very difficult for you to meet somebody achieving something that will tell you it's impossible to achieve that thing most of the people that most of the naysayers that you'll get in life most of the people that will um tell you that you're incapable of living your dreams pursuing your passion or being great or doing something spectacular are people that have either accepted the limitation for themselves or or people that have experienced failure to the extent that it's no longer an event but then it's almost like their their world their reality generally so the question i'm posing to you Tyler today is what is it that you have heard that has sponsored your very belief who are you listening to Things may be difficult for you it doesn't mean it's impossible for you to come out of it. The truth is that you've not just gotten the proper information that would liberate you from that challenge. Who 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 told you, Tyler, that you can't be great? Who told you that you can't achieve success in life? Who told you that you were not meant for something more? Who told you that you were a waste? Who told you that you won't amount to anything? Whose verdict is your priority? A part of scripture says, whose report would you believe? 
There is the one that loves you, the one that created you, formed you, and placed every possibility within you that speaks forth his intentions, his heart desire to you consistently. And he tells you that there is greater in you. And then there are other people because of the limitation of their own life, they project that same limitation to you. Who are you giving your allegiance to? Generally in life, what you see and what you hear really influences you. I was talking to a friend um, the other day while we were working on her painting and all. And I told her that if you have a good example of family life, it's, it's going to be really easy for you to live out that same reality, right? So if you had that good example of how family life should be parenting, you, it's, 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 there's a higher tendency that you would live, um, you would also have a very good parenting record also because there's an example the reference point to your ideologies of parenting is good now if you come out from um, a terrible parenting background it means that a whole lot of information has been flooded into you that has made you think the way you are so you, you came out from a bad parenting situation there's a tendency that you would feel that marriage is hard relationships are difficult you may be incapable of keeping your spouse or making your spouse happy or whatever it is right that is part of the information that has been fed to you now it is your responsibility to find someone that is living what you desire and then receive of their information and make that information your priority right make that information your priority um let me end with this the 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 the, the president of canada um i think it's justin Trudeau. hopefully i got the name correct he was while i've been a young boy and all his own father was the prime minister of canada and he came over to nigeria with his father and met the head of state of Nigeria at that time, which was Yakubu Gowon. And so at an early age, he was already taught that the possibility of ruling a nation was there. He had the parenting example, his father was his mentor. And at that early age, he was um, taught to communicate with these other heads of state. And right now, he's the Prime Minister of Canada. It's easy to live out that life when you have a good reference point. And so this week, Tyler, I want you to be very critical about the information that you receive. Does the information build faith or does it instill fear? Does it give you the impression that you can achieve more or does it um, bring to your awareness the limitations and the weaknesses in your life? It could be people. If there are people that are showing you how backward you are, how um, incapable of doing well, right? You are, these are 
voices that you need to shut off. Now, I'm not saying that you, know, you cannot listen to um, the, you know, constructive criticisms, but any criticism that comes in any form, if it's going to be constructive, it means that at the end of the day, it needs to build you. So it could be a correction, but then that correction is um, aimed, it's geared at building you. It's absolutely geared at building you. But if the information you're receiving right, tells you how wrecked you are alone, then you have to unsubscribe to that voice and begin to subscribe to voices that speak the truth of the dreams and the reality that you want based on your personality, based on your own vision, and based on your passion. It's really important. Because you would always be a reflection of the information. Always be the reflection of the most paramount information in your grasp. This is even quite, it's a, it's a lot longer than I expected, but I hope it, it really helps. Um, I end with this. I think I've said that before, so, but I end with this. A billionaire was once asked, I, it's just a story. So a billionaire was once asked, what happens if you lose all your money? And he said that he'll just do what he did to get the money in the first place. It's absolutely superior information that got him there. So he will only apply what he already knows, what he already believes, what he already subscribes to. And that would serve as his advantage. Simply. So, this week, vet what you listen to, Tyler. Vet what you listen to. Vet who you listen to. Always find yourself in the place of um, encouragement, a place where hope would be built in you. I'm sure uh, probably next week we may still have to talk a little bit more about this because there's still a lot more that I'd like to share. But this is getting to like 30 minutes and I was actually thinking it was going to be short. I, I just think it's because it's something really um, important to me. It drives me a lot. Find out what God says about you, Tyler. What God thinks about you. Find out what the people that love you think about you. And then the things that you desire. Find people living it and let that be your focus. Let that be your information. Let that be your source of inspiration at all times, right? So, yes. Oh. Thank you so much. Ah, this is pretty long, um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it would really, really, really bless you. Um, please don't forget to also share this with other people that you believe would um, have need of this. And then also subscribe to the Instagram page, right? Um, dear underscore Tyler, uh, dear underscore Tyler. Um, I usually share the captions there and all. And yeah. Do have a lovely day. Have a lovely week. Uh, remember that I love you. 
and that I'm always rooting for you. Bye.